0: (laughs) um welcome back to how the podcast everyone this is Cheyenne and I'm here with Shannon Farrell the co-writer co-director co-brain of this creation um and we made a podcast um yes we made a podcast and that's what we're going to talk about today all right hi (laughs) hi how are you i'm i'm doing pretty good it's it's been crazy the fact that we like honestly just randomly thought hey let's make a podcast and about a year later we made a podcast.
1: We certainly did. (laughs) It Um, happened really fast. I really want to note that right now is that we (laughs) threw this together really quickly and I'm really proud of us. Yeah. Like a a lot of heart and soul did go into it. So I'm very happy. It's it's been crazy. I just want to know, like, so
0: starting off, like what were some of the surprises you find, um, that, that came up during any step of us making this podcast.
1: Well, honestly, I think I was a little bit cocky going into a situation because I was like how different can, you know, something that you see be different <laughs> than something that you only hear and you only have that. So, um, yeah, I think I was a little bit cocky. I did I was surprised with I guess how much I learned. I learned so much from working with Spade spade was like a huge contribution to everything that I learned about sound design and I like doing sound design too so I think I fell in love with it a lot more when I kind of picked this up and started really okay so this is how our script from before had to change this is how our environment has to change these are the questions I have to ask myself now that you know in writing you do always have to ask very specific questions because they're the only ways that you get down to the bottom of things sometimes but this was like very like I remember spade asking us like what are the walls made of and I was like I I don't know <laughs> right or or like um I was like
0: so what are they walking on what's the ground that it, like what is the what is the ground right. look like I'm
1: like and I was yeah. like I don't soil yeah but has it rained oh my god I don't know <laughs>
0: <laughs> is it, yes. what time of day is it is,
1: is it nighttime?" And exactly. if there's nighttime
0: is like, is there action around? Because if there's action, there are no crickets. And I'm like,
1: yeah, wait a second. What? <laughs> yeah. so, so I was learning how to kind of check myself every now and then and go just like, no, you can't stop here with this description. Like you have to go further. You have to really, really sit in this world for a long time. So I was surprised with how much I learned. And I guess <laughs> it sounds awful, but like how much effort it took. It, it was so tireless but like yeah it was it was great nonetheless
0: yeah I mean to be fair we had a um, pretty hectic schedule we had like production meetings on Friday and Saturday to discuss whatever script we were talking about yeah and um, that Sunday we would have like a three-hour rehearsal with all of the actors which was rough in the beginning because we had no idea what the hell we were doing um and then monday we took like a day for everyone to like have the lines and everything and then like Mm -hmm. the due date for the lines was tuesday
1: and we would make an assembly cut for spade on wednesday i remember throwing together one of the rough cuts for spade and i was like on location in um, stratford it was like at a festival and like, I I would come back at like midnight and then I'd be working on Howl until like two in the morning and then I'd get up and be back on location for like 7.30. And like, that was like, yeah, it yeah. was
0: insane. Yeah, and then we were also working on like the later half of the episode. So like Thursday and Friday, we would have like writers meetings and then go back into production meetings. And we just did that. We did that for almost weeks (laughs) we did that for weeks it was almost 12 weeks that we did that because we had 12 episodes and then we we got crazy and decided to double up on some of them to fit some people's schedules it was like why did we yeah it that overconfidence thing I think we both had that in the beginning it's like yes how hard can it be and it's like oh okay yeah that's okay um yeah Jeez, we were insane we were insane um so on that note like what are some things uh you wish you knew like things that you know now that you wish you knew in the beginning
1: well not to be so friggin' confident I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, <Don't>, be humble <laughs> don't trust your silly gut instincts shannon because you're gonna get you know, you're going to get duped a little bit and you're going to learn things the hard way. Um, gosh, what did I, what, what do I, I want to know before going into it? Um, that there's a lot of, you know, similarities to theater as well. And which is, you know, what I primarily write for. So like, don't be afraid to use that. I was a little bit afraid to apply kind of my old process to this process because I became very intimidated by the genre very quickly. Um, but you know what, I went to, and you know, I think we put this on our Instagram, but I, I went to Fan Expo uh, where Melanie Scrifano and Tim Rosen were talking. Yeah. And I, they had a question at Q and A period and I've never asked a question ever at a panel and it's terrifying. <laughs> It's yes. So, so scary. I was like, Oh my God. Like I was fine right up until they noticed that I was talking. And I was like, Oh God, no. <laughs> um, but I basically asked like, you know, this genre is intimidating me. Like, what do I, how do I approach this? And I remember Melanie just saying like, you know, like, don't be afraid to ask questions because again, everybody goes in there and is like, I know what I'm doing. And I don't really, and it's okay to not know. And it's okay to also, you know, revalidate like why you're in the position that you're in. Like if you're a writer, somebody really trusts you and they, you know, know your brain. So like, just get behind that idea and don't be afraid to ask questions. So that advice is something I wish I had going into it because although I think, you know, we did do a lot of collaborating me and you, and we did There was a lot of me asking questions about characters and stuff like that. Um, You know, just not being afraid to jam on that more because I was afraid that you might think that I was completely like not able to write this storyline or the situation or this scene or whatever it was. So it was just, there was intimidation there. So long-winded answer to your (laughs) question is basically to wish I kind of acknowledged the intimidation and used it differently. Uh, as per Melanie Scrifano suggested. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I'm blaming this on Melanie Scrifano. for anyone who's listening, contact her and let her know that she should have told me this earlier. Um, Um, The
0: best advice I got in, I think the first room I was in was like, you got the gig, you're here for a reason. mm -hmm. And I was like, okay. And it didn't completely like click in my brain until much later i trust you if you even asked me questions like i pretended to know exactly what i was doing did i do any research before on podcasts and how they were made no i had one talk with the people at let's hang out um and i was like sure y'all did it and they're like let's hang out is a completely different style of podcast yes i i did research but um (laughs) I I did the wrong, I, it's like trying to write a movie and you're reading like how to write a novel. Um, Like they're not the same thing. I don't know, don't, the overconfidence going with your gut, get stuff done, Um, even yeah. if it's
1: the hard way. I think also for me as well, and I, I think you probably feel the same way, but it's like working with Spade and then working with producers as well and kind of having to be able to kind of go okay, yeah, you are the people who know about this and having to yield sometimes to like their ideas and kind of go, you know what, like you're the person who knows more about this. So I'm trusting that this is the, this is the better idea. And usually it was <laughs> That's like, yeah you, yeah. yeah, you guys know what you're talking about. So like having to sometimes just like be able to take notes from other people, like as the writers and acknowledging constantly that you're like, you you're our people so we're you know we're trusting you and we're hoping that you help us out and then letting them do that and because I think my cockiness got in the way sometimes where I was like no but I think this is the way to go but like you have to sometimes just let let shit go and trust that the idea could be used but just in a more effective way so I think for me personally like being able to work with our producers Hi, Melissa and Giannis, if you're listening. (laughs) Um, If you're listening, y'all should listen. Y'all should listen to us. (laughs) Yes, hello, hello. You must be (laughs) listening. Um, And Spade, of course, like that that was really good for me too. I was like, okay, so this is some fantastic collaboration. And I want to do a lot more of this for sure.
0: See, I found it surprising that how we first started off with like each one of us doing like director stuff and sitting with Spade and trying to do it all. Mm -hmm. And then we ended up splintering um, where you mostly worked with Melissa and Giannis and the producers and me and Spade would spend 15 hours on an episode because we would, we both have ADHD and I like would get easily distracted. (laughs) Yo. All right. Our process is now like more streamlined, but those, those first episodes where it was like, we'd spend fifteen legit, we would sit and spend 15 hours on a zoom call picking
1: out sounds. And it's like, Holy wow. We did. We did the classic. I can do everything. No, I can't.
0: (laughs) I like how we found our groove in that. Like I, I would say on the production side with a spade on like, how did I want this episode to do? Was, like, Do we have another take of that? And then stuff like that. And then um, you handle promotion and legit everything, everything else. I was like, I'm literally just going to stay in this corner. I'll stay with the creative. You guys handle the business stuff. I don't
1: want to. <laughs> oh, marketing, marketing can be that. But it's yeah. also fun in the design realm, which is That's something I, I, I enjoyed a lot.
0: Yo, you guys' marketing is on point though. Like every time that I see a new post, I'm like, oh, well, damn, okay. Okay,
1: guys. Yeah, <laughs> Melissa literally is an artiste. Yeah, She's no longer a self-proclaimed artiste. She is now a everyone proclaimed artiste. <laughs> <laughs> and we are everyone. Um, I wanted to ask you about, because you've been with Howl for so long and much longer than I've been with Howl, Um, and I like to pick your brain about this, uh, story a lot. Um, but I want to know, like, if your process of writing Howell has changed because of now it's in like a podcast genre, um, you know, do you do anything different now? Uh, do you have different habits with this writing? Have characters develop different habits? Yeah. (laughs) um
0: actually yes after sitting in with like actually having actors and the way that we casted was just like amazing we got we had an amazing cast but now absitudes. yeah like oh god our whole cast i just love them all um but now whenever i write i can hear them and i know how they're going to i know how they're going to sound mm-hmm. um and i can think of it more audibly cuz when i first wrote it i had a lot of visual gags and like a lot of visual moments of like just a dirty look or just like non spoken like just action moments yes. um and now you can't do that in a podcast zone you you got to play it with like music and whatever and so now i think of it as like if I was listening to this on the radio, how would I convey this emotion? How would I convey this moment? And so now I think more of it, I think more musically, my process has gotten like less visual and more uh, musical. How else would you play this moment? It's like, uh, okay, so I can have these lines and if there's a narrator that's necessary, then like we can throw in some narrator to like say what they're doing. And I love the way you narrate. I hate my voice, but your your
1: narration is like <laughs> it's it's so great. Um, I enjoyed narrating. It just took so long
0: <laughs> to be fair, we wrote a huge chunks of narration he did, and then, like in when by the time it got to spade and me, I was like, we can do this with we don't need this narration. We can yeah. literally just do this with sound effects, which was something um. That kind of came up in my process is like, can't do I have to write this out, or can I put this in sound effects? Like, can yeah. this just be strictly sound effects? Which I think it plays better to my ear. That's how my process is evolves. Has That's yours?
1: Cool. Yeah, I mean, I guess when it comes to um, like directing, like how wacky was directing for voice. Like that was such a nutty experience for me. It's hard. I have a habit with directing where I do an example of it. And I know you're not supposed to do that. So I try to kind of like refrain from doing it and like being able to just convey with words exactly how I want that voice to sound. Yeah. And
0: trying to find the right word to describe what, you mean for a line it's like she's she's doing this but like I need you to say it like with a growl or like more guttural
1: or yeah yeah like like,
0: get the vibe behind it
1: for me it's like Sydney's voice because Sydney is so so perfect for Kinney. like I always needed her voice to be on a certain pitch like Kinney's voice is kind of like it, it does this fun little like she goes from very low to very high and then, then does the opposite. And I just, it's so pitchy. It's, it's like perfect. Um, and be trying to, trying to say what I just said, you know, I only realized that that's how I would want to convey it now when I can't do anything about it. (laughs) So it's like, it took me so long to be able to kind of just like, Go for that. So, I guess my process has changed in like just things that I pay attention to more. Is like, I I guess I have more of a hold over things that I write, but it's tough when you're kind of like, well, I want to be able to hand this off to a director. Obviously, like I don't plan on directing this, but this is how I'm hearing it in my head. And I know that's going to backfire at one point (laughs) because I don't want to be that person who's like, no, I didn't get what I wanted because I consensually handed this off to somebody else. (laughs) Like, (laughs) shit. so, yeah, so, like, that's kind of basically, I think we're both on par with that. It's just, like, we have, like, a more, like, a deeper sense of our process. Like, there's just, we have to go so in-depth with everything. And, yeah, directing for voice was, <laughs> Getting, was a ride.
0: Also, performing the narrator, doing the introductions and everything. I'd have to restart. And every time I wasn't satisfied with a line, I'd get halfway through it. And then I'd mess up one
1: word. And I'm like, damn it, son of a... yeah." Re- Ah! and then i'd have to start over again maybe this is still possible is for spade to string together every bloopers. single one of every that's what oh, i was just being like uh, um uh 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 houston leaves the bar and, and shit <laughs> <laughs> sorry or, spade sorry spade or
0: or the thing is like uh, uh just finish a line and it's like yep and that's as good as that's gonna get so moving on <laughs>
1: To this day, I still remember you did one that just was like, you finished the take, you read the whole thing, and then there was about five seconds that went by and you just went, and that was trash. (laughs) (laughs) And like, I don't know what clip that was, but I would love to have, even if it's just for us, um, just a string of all of our uh, bloopers and blunders. Oh,
0: Oh, Kara had some of the best bloopers listening to the last few episodes, like working on 9 and 10. Uh, Kara does some of these takes and she's like, wow, yeah, girl's having some uh, technical difficulty. Um, and then uh, Sydney does, Sydney does some cute ones too. Or where, um, where she has he to- makes
1: her herself laugh too. Yeah. And yeah, that's hilarious.
0: <laughs> like the one I'm remembering the most is where she had to say what the fuck and it just kept getting higher and higher and she's like what the fuck <laughs> yeah. and then she just like breaks down into giggles It's like I would be so pissed and I'm like that's the mood that is the mood yeah
1: she and got then, the pitchiness <laughs>
0: yeah and then um oh snap who does another um kitsune she, whenever we give her sound effects she's like i don't know how to do this but here we go yeah. he's gonna try <laughs> and it's i'm like so good they're they're just amazing um oh my god yeah speaking of not so much bloopers but more of like season two um do you have any new approach or plans on how you're going to approach uh season two either as a director or
1: a writer? Hmm. I think when I was writing with you with for season one, I played into the comedy a lot. I think I was more focused on this being a com- comedy horror. But now for season two, because we are, I know some things already and the things <laughs> that we are doing are interesting. So I kind of want to lean into more of me doing a horror comedy. If that makes any sense. Like putting the horror first okay, and seeing what that looks like and kind of experimenting with that. Cause I don't think I should be intimidated by that anymore. Cause I mean, we have a fantastic team oh, yeah. and I think we have fantastic potential Um, so yeah, I, I think I want to like go into that more. And I mean, this is all very underlined with, if you'll let me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh Yeah, no, um, Cheyenne likes my ideas, then it's okay. Loving the approach, uh, for me,
0: when it comes to at least writing and thinking about these characters, now that I can hear them before it was just my voice doing weird things in my head. Now it's actually like, I can hear their voices which makes me yes. sound completely psychotic. But you know what? I'm a writer. But
1: all the voices in
0: my head are friendly.
1: <laughs> but it's it's so good because I mean like that. I think that's because we've heard them do comedy. We've heard them do horror. Like we've heard them go all these different range of emotions. And I think that's they're all stunning. So yes. now it's like now we know we can do it. Like if oh, the yeah. writing's good, we know the acting's good. Now we just have to make the writing good and it'll be great. <laughs> The formula.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm excited to play around with more of the deltas because, like, we didn't. I, I am still wolf person to the max. Like, oh, we all of the wolves for (laughs) for season two. Um, but I do want to play around because I love Um Onella and Uh Imani's like they the way that they've done Um Eve and Caroline. I adore. Eve and Caroline <laughs> and I want more well, of them <laughs> so thank you thank you for
1: that oh, I love them too they're fantastic oh I wanted to ask you something just because we were talking about horror Yes, the horror genre if you will yes um, but I want to ask you like what have you learned about it have you learned anything different about it is there a different kind of you know um, feeling towards it you know is it like more respectful is it now that you've kind of been like writing this for a while and it's it's been huh. super fun and it does play up that comedy but it does have great horror aspects see so, yeah
0: like I wouldn't see this as a horror though like I know it's werewolves and we've got like girls dying left there right? <laughs> like mm-hmm. like we describe a disembodied corpse you kill my aunt um like, er, not my aunt, but like you killed technically you killed my mom. Um, <laughs> there are hor- horrific things that happen, but it in my head, it's never read as like a horror to me. It's interesting. Just, it's just this like, really, really weird love story of like, this girl who fell down a rabbit hole trying to per- uh, find someone she cares about, trying to protect what she has. And when that doesn't work, like, well... This is my life now. Yeah. Um for and sure. I guess for me it's read more of a growing pains um <laughs> situation instead that's, of like
1: a that's horror. Accurate. That tracks actually. Yeah. <laughs> Very much tracks. Oh yeah. that's cool. Maybe it's just me because I I write all the gore stuff. Yeah. <laughs> right. The gory, the gory. After I wrote that one scene, I think I was just like, I anointed myself the gory person. Because for some reason, whenever Spade was like, so what does the flesh ripping apart sound? Like I was like, let me explain to you in detail. (laughs) Uh That's like a chew toy. Yeah. Uh
0: (laughs) Yeah. I know because growing up can be horrific. It's just, I don't see that when I do it. Like, I, I stick to the rosiness of like, oh, they're having a cute moment. Like, let's focus in on this. And like, it makes Spade literally do like the disgusted cat kind of motion. I'm like, okay, well, yeah, shut up. <laughs> they're cute. I like oh it. God, Yeah. And then the I next, can see. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm a sucker. Leave me alone. <laughs> no i i'm glad i know that now i will encourage your horrific like bring on the horror and don't get me wrong i can write horror like i I know you i absolutely can and you and everyone will see in the season finale that i will rip your freaking heart out yeah but um also like give me the
1: cute i like the cute Yeah, well, you can't do that to your audience, too. Yeah, Like, I can't. <laughs> you, gotta, just... you have to give them, like, a, a breadcrumb of hope every now <laughs> and then.
0: So what have been your favorite moments? Um, I know we've had a lot of them, but, like, what have you been, like, either in rehearsal or production or um, uh, speaking with Spade, like, an episode? Like, what have been some of your favorite moments of how? Uh,
1: Ooh. I think I really enjoyed moments where we were collaborating with other people and it would get really interested in it. Like in rehearsal with the actors, they would get really, well, you know, I think that she might do this because of how she feels about so-and-so, or I think that they might go here, or I think uh, this line is different. You know, um, stuff where you were like, oh, you're like really getting into this. I really enjoyed this. Like you're kind of dig in what's going on in the storyline here and that's very validating as a writer too especially again when we've just talked about how intimidating this whole process was it was like okay so you're into where the episode is going you're into where your storyline is going great and then like with spade is like spade is a huge supporter of howl they love howl so just here being able to jam with everyone that's been my favorite process and like hearing Melissa's ideas and Giannis's ideas about you know um where howl belongs where Howell should be viewed uh who that, that audience is has been like so fun too seeing other people uh get bitten by the howl bug or the howl wolf in this case yeah um you know it's just seeing other people jam on it and being able to hear everyone's ideas and support this cast and support what everybody stands for and support the direction of howl and what we're trying to do with this that's been some of my favorite moments it's just yeah um being able to share it being able to um finally do this yes. in its entirety finally do this we have a complete like, book ended it's a thing it happened plus we have all of this proof of promotion and design and idea and behind the scenes content we thought about it and we thought about how important our audiences uh should they choose to follow along with us and i think that that's really cool i don't think a lot of people do that at their first go of something but you know, I think we thought about who we are as fans, right? Being fans of some of the same TV shows and being able to communicate like, this scene is the equivalent of this scene from Lost Girl. And I'd be like, oh yeah, okay, cool. Yes, (laughs) Their relationships are like hot and the two Earp girls, that is our triangle. (laughs) Got it, cool, cool. Yeah, Yeah. so so that's been some of my favorite moments is just um, collaboration
0: and just seeing everybody
1: enjoy it and like get behind it. That's been cool.
0: I guess the real moment for me that would be like the standalone moment is when like actors after rehearsal, I was like, wait, but what happens next? <laughs> and I'm like, uh-huh. and it's like, and then Spade yeah. coming in too. It's like, like, wait, what? You're leaving it on a cliffhanger. You can't do that to me. Yeah. There's <laughs> and gotta like, be more. But I'm like, okay. Yeah. So we we've got a thing here. Like our yeah. actors are super into it. Like our sound editors, super into it. We're not just like throwing stuff at the wall, hoping it sticks. We actually have something and it's, it's pretty amazing.
1: And we know there's people out there who enjoy it and like the same kind of thing. Right. So it's, yeah, it's great. It's been oh. awesome. Um, I have one last question for you. Okay. I want to know how has Howell grown up for you? Like, how has it changed from where you first thought it would end up? I've been through some of the story changes. So, like, I know some things, but I don't think I know all of it. So, like, I want to know. Yeah. How you feel about being, you know, the, the parent of this kid? And you're like, <laughs> I didn't know you were going to be like this, but this is interesting. That's an amazing question. Um, so
0: the first iteration of how was like trilogy movie situation then I realized I couldn't write long form and I was like, okay. Um, and then I put it into like maybe TV or web series. Like I tried everything it's like so you don't like ballet keeping with the kid metaphors, like oh so you don't like ballet fine how about sports do you like sports no you're a theater kid okay fine whatever I'll support you I love you (laughs) yeah (laughs) whatever you want um just just be happy um and so finding this medium this podcast Mm. medium has been interesting and seeing it go at like actually make it to the end is exciting and terrifying i don't know where i'm going to go for that from, from here it's hard to put into words uh, yeah how this is evolved and like i'm just happy i'm happy i found people who um are just as excited, if not more so, about how the story is headed. Um, season one is done. So, moving on to season two, I keep getting inspired by all these other shows that I'm watching. So, the like, story is forever evolving. We have established like Kenny's character and like their major plot points, like their anchor points, they don't change because the- these things are going to happen before the end of the story. Um, but how they get there has, is always in constant flux Mm -hmm. and, um, I love being inspired by new shows and new ways of telling a story, um, and like new ideas to be like, oh, hey, maybe I can add that on to, uh, or like finding a new mythology and be like, oh, we've got space to introduce another layer of mythology into this. Why not? I like having that room to continue growing creatively. We have a style. And like, as long as we stay true to the style, as long as we stay within the sandbox, um, (laughs) bringing that old one back. uh, Yeah. As long as we stay true to the world, Howl is pretty limitless. And I adore that. I adore it so much. I think that is a great spot to actually end this because not to be like the person with the last word but like that was a really insightful question and I don't have a follow-up to it so like hey yeah you win
1: all right she, she, <laughs> they, <laughs> they have absolutely left the building on questions and that's it, okay that was an amazing question
0: and It's been an amazing journey with you and with everyone on this cast and crew. And I am excited to keep going. We will eventually. Um, We just, you know, season two takes money. So everyone who's listening, please like us, support us, all that stuff. Um, Please, we will happily oblige to finishing this story absolutely and i can't wait for the season finale every new episode that comes out it's like after working with spade it's like okay this is my new favorite moment wait no no this is my new favorite moment wait no no no, this is my new favorite moment yeah season finale is going to be insanity
1: i never thought that i would have the uh um opportunity to like write a finale yeah, and a two-parter, nonetheless. contribute <laughs> to that idea, and so that's like also another cool checkmark on the bucket list, right? Like, yeah, it's, it's been just, it's been great. It's
0: so crazy. Like we, there's so many ch- checkmarks that are completed. Like we've produced a podcast. We've yeah. directed podcast episodes, like scripted podcast episodes. We're both voice actors now. <laughs> yeah, Where's like- my IMDb. <laughs> We have resumes just off this one project. Um it's so fun. I just wanted to thank everyone for indulging us mm-hmm. in in this journey. Um
1: thank you to everybody who listened. Yes. Like thank you for everyone who liked and retweeted and gave us reviews. Like that was cool. <laughs>
0: I can't say thank you enough like I I could honestly cry I'm very very excited that we've made it this far and Shannon you're like my ride or die writer writing buddy like always here to help bud (laughs) (laughs) um thank you all for joining us this time of day wherever you are (laughs) listening to this um Our two-part season finale is coming up. Super Blood Wolf Moon Eclipse. Uh, Part one will be releasing on the new moon, Friday, April 1st. And part two will be releasing on the full moon, Saturday, April 16th. Uh, For any and all updates, you can follow us on our socials. The links are in the description. Our cast and crew also have our socials in there at least for this one it's going to be mine and shannon's um
1: uh and just letting you guys know we will be at acon from august 12th uh to 14th of this year uh so we can meet you there we have a table um so come talk to us talk to us about howl give us a listen before you uh come to acon and we can talk about it and we'd love to meet you guys thank you so much for your love and support we can't wait to hear you howl and be careful out there because you never know what's lurking in the woods.